0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. If you're keeping track at home, and you should be, because you really want to listen to these in order, because it is a week-to-week podcast. There is some sort of system to this. This is season four, episode twenty-six, or number one hundred and seventy-six overall. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And Craig, we are we've reached week seventeen somehow. In this nice. insane of twenty twenty. We have reached week seventeen. We have yep. one more week long. Championships are done. You know, let's start where we always start. And then I got to ask, Greg, what are you drinking?
1: So tonight I have a new beer. Ooh. This beer is from two roads. Hashtag sponsor us. Um, this is a new beer by them. This is a double Bach beer. Accelerator. Accelerator. There are two now.
0: cans of that in my fridge that I have not tried yet.
1: <laughs> I have not tried this yet either. Um, here's the thing, you know, I am big on can art, bottle art, Mm -hmm. the art on this can is super, especially if you were into Transformers, or dare I say, GoBots. It Um, does look like if a
0: GoBot had a baby with a Transformer.
1: Yes, so, I mean, I don't know how copyright on that works, but, you know, we'll we'll go with it. (laughs) It's probably different
0: (laughs) enough from each of the two licensed entities, Bush. Bush. That they can get away with it. The big yeah. difference between a Gobot and a Transformer, other than like the functionality of it, was Gobots were very rugged. Like you could tell, they took a scooter and made it into a robot. You know what I mean? Oh my
1: god, yes!
0: Like it was yes. ed- it, like had sharp edges.
1: Like, yeah. It, the you shoulders can definitely hurt herself with those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was
0: it was very clear that they were looking for functionality over uh, appearance with the Gobots Transformers. They were like. Oh, yeah. No, no. We want the We want the engine parts to be smooth so that when the shoulders Sneak. pop out. Yeah. When the wheels pop out, there's some smoothness to it there. We don't want any eyes poked out. We want this to be aesthetically pleasing. And OK.
1: Yeah. <laughs> OK. Uh, so this is a a double bock beer. So mm-hmm. this is, you know, brown, tannish. You definitely cannot see through it.
0: It's German.
1: It's German. It is. It is. All right. Let's give it a. Let's give it a swirl.
0: And while Craig is giving it a swirl, I will relate that I am not drinking tonight because tomorrow is Bro Year's Eve, and it is the one day of the year that I am allowed to drink without um. Wanton abandon. Yeah, with to abandon, without <laughs> feedback. So um, yeah. So I, I am gonna I'm going to do that tomorrow. Um, it's usually a day. It's usually a day trip to two roads, and it's about eight or nine beers over a course of like five hours. It's, I usually cut really pretty good loose Everyone's there.
1: Everyone's very happy when they leave. Generally, yeah, I mean,
0: particularly the Uber drivers who make a lot of money off of us <laughs> when we leave. Like last yes. year, last year. You know, first, tell me about your beer. Tell me about
1: the oh. The... Um. So this beer, you know, I've had Double Box before, and sure. it's, it's not a beer for everyone. Um. This is very smooth, and it's. The flavor is not overpowering at all, so you oh. don't get a lot of that malty like rindness on the back end. So it's my a, wife is a little—it's it. there a little bit, but not much. So I gotta tell her to um, open it. It's a very can. easy to drink. Uh, I think your wife would really like this. Yeah, she and she does like tries it eventually.
0: Yeah, there's two cans in the back of our fridge. The problem is my fridge is still so full of beer. That it's, it's gotten lost in, like, the, oh, my God, there's stuff
1: from 12% and it's, a, it's a little or, can. It's a 12-ounce can. It's a 12-ounce can, which you would probably it's, prefer. And you know what? It's 7.2% in a 12-ounce oh. can. Holy crap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, all right, So really quick, last year, Pro Year's Eve. So, it's, it's New Year's Eve. It's 4 p.m., um, two Roads kicks us all out of their, their tasting room, like 30 of us. There was a ton yeah. of us. and I, I looked back they at the They turn picture. all the
1: lights on and I'm like, get the fuck out. <laughs>
0: they, they come up to us at like 15 minutes of and like, you, you guys know this is last call, right? And I usually, because I'm the loud guy in the room, stand up, last call, you know, in the middle of the room. And everybody <laughs> runs to the bar for one last drink because we haven't all been standing there drinking for the last four hours. So they have to fit in one more. So then we get outside, like we we planned on Ubering. There was no way I was driving to the brewery. Not <laughs> smart of you. Of course smart I'm of not. Uh, no. So my, my wife summons the Uber and it's like seven minutes. Okay. We walk out and we stand out on the road right in front of the brewery, right by where the exit is. Like four different cars stop and are like, "Do you guys need a ride?" And we're like, "No, no, Uber's coming. It's fine." Are you waiting for the bus? No, no, we're fine. Uber's coming. Like, like I'm like I'm not getting in the car with any of you people right now. I don't think you should all be Ubering, too. Well, there was that the, the, the couple that brought our buddy Ray. Um, one of the guys was a designated driver. And he just looked absolutely miserable the entire <laughs> time he was there. But he was the one driving most of the most. So it wasn't like I was that. But I'm like, no, I'm not pilot. You have a clown car full of people right now because you brought one designated driver for seven people. I'm not climbing on. What, am I supposed to hang on to the trunk? I mean, but unfortunately- <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, you, you could, I guess. Yeah. We're not able to do that legal. this year. We're not able
0: to do it this year because of, of COVID restrictions. We're we could. Um no one thinks it's a safe idea. So we're gonna go out and have a Craig, uh our contributor Sean and I are gonna go out and have a quiet drink at noon in a place that's gonna be we already know it's gonna be mostly deserted. Sit outside. By the way, bundle up, we're sitting outside. That's not an option. I yes. can't wait for Sean to complain that I'm making him sit outside. Oh, He's he, sitting the fuck outside. Will. Oh, he will because there's gonna be booze involved. He'll go outside because I tell him to go outside because there's beer there. So <laughs> I haven't told him I haven't told him by the way. We're going to Tribus. I haven't told him about their beer called Fuck it. I haven't told him it's there. <clears throat> oh no.
1: Does he know it exists?
0: Yes. Because the first, last time I took him to Tribus they had it and he refused to try it because he wanted to try six other beers. And I was like, okay. And then and then he bought and then he the first beer he tried he loved. He drank the same beer all night. And I'm like, you just you, you suck No, never mind. <laughs> I need to try everything. Never mind. I want to drink just this. Okay. All right. Anyway, let's get on to it. Let's get to some <coughs> pretty hot. Okay. I- I'll be honest. I have done zero, zero work on um, yep. news stories. Sure. Um, so, so my question for you, I'm going to give first. Yeah. My question for you is, how would you do in your season longs? They pretty much all wrapped up this week. Any any championships <sighs> for the Craig this year?
1: Well, let's, let's see. So my work league was bad i finished out of 10 teams i finished eighth because my team was riddled with covid and injuries mm-hmm. it was just bad okay bad to the it was so bad at the point where actually this wasn't a bad trade i traded away michael thomas while he was hurt yeah <laughs> so that didn't go too well he had a rough year. uh our season-long league my team was doing really well mm-hmm. I i was on a winning streak um they decided to take our playoff week off mm-hmm. um yeah so you know Kamara and Devonte Adams didn't combined i think they had 20 points right uh so i lost and then naturally the week after this past week uh you know Alvin Kamara scored 60 or 58 points by himself so it, seriously yeah. that is, was fun that
0: was just kind of I, I was in one championship <laughs> game i got destroyed the freaking texans posted a minus 20 in our system. I have never seen a team post a minus 20. I went on Twitter and I re- put out a four tweet blast on the lack of professional ability of the Houston Texans and how you don't have, if you, you go out there and you put that kind of effort out, you don't have any pride in what you do. You don't deserve to be a professional. And I'm just like, you know what? And don't want anybody sit here and go, well, you're not a professional football player. You don't know. Fuck that. I'm a professional at what I do for a living. And I know if I went out there and I put out what that kind of effort, I would be embarrassed and expect to be fired. So you have to have some professional integrity. So I put out this huge tweet stream, basically calling out and I tagged everybody at Houston Texans at, I I think I tagged Romeo Cornell. I, I tagged everybody in this, in this baseless, insane rant. And as soon as I put the phone down, I see JJ Watts news conference. <laughs> Where JJ Watt comes out there, it says the exact same thing in fifty fewer words, and is a hundred times more powerful. I go back onto Twitter, delete the entire string, and then just put a tag into JJ Watt. It's like this. <laughs>
1: I'm like now really quick as as a Bengals fan, I just want to point out how everyone's saying it's because the Texans. Are horrible, not because the Bengals were good, because the Bengals were playing with their third-string quarterback, and
0: but in his third start, starting right?
1: Running back in his
0: third straight start, and he, and it's not like the running back they put out there was it was insane. It was Giovanni Bernard. He's decent. He's got some skills. He's just old at this point. So right, I, but you know what? You don't you don't walk out into a field like that. They they clearly showed up expecting the Bengals to roll
1: over. And, that, I did. And, and I don't you understand know, end of year bangles no matter how what the record is they're pretty good.
0: <laughs> and, and I don't understand that because they they just they, didn't they just beat Pittsburgh.
1: <laughs> yes, handedly. You just beat Pittsburgh. It demolished. wasn't like a, you know, they won on a field goal. <laughs>
0: so that says to me you don't care. You're walking out there you don't care. And that's not acceptable.
1: All right. What have you got for yeah. me? Uh so for me, I just want to know your thoughts on a certain quarterback who lost his job. Okay. Dwayne Haskins was cut by the Reds, or sorry, oh, yeah. the Washington Football Team, uh, because of performance. I guess there's some things going on in the locker room they didn't like. Yep. He had that COVID fine. Yep. He seems like he's he's you know he's a talented quarterback. You oh, know, no They question. drafted him in the first round. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he's not. He's not mentally focused. there. Yep. He's, mental, he's, not he's mentally not focused. He's not there. So if you take Take the three quarterbacks that were drafted that drafted last season, mm-hmm. you know, and then you you look at what his career's been so far, and he just seems he's not on the right path. And I don't know if it's because of the team he's on, he's maybe I don't know if he's got personal stuff going on, or if he's just not taking it seriously. But I think for him to kind of correct his career path, he needs to find a team with. A lot of veterans on Better it. Leadership. been around for a long time to kind of keep him on the straight and narrow. Yep. Um, but do you think he gets a chance on another team? Oh, absolutely. Or He'll get a he... chance on another team.
0: What I, I said the cinch when he asked this question. I'm like, as long as Teddy Bridgewater is a starter in this t- is this league, <laughs> there's a spot for him. He, he may have to be backup. He might be carrying a clipboard, but there's a spot for him. Here's what I'll ask you. He went to Ohio State,
1: right? I think so. Did we ever to, hear any he
0: of these did. issues while he was at Ohio State?
1: I don't remember any of those. Not no. that
0: I heard of, and I don't follow college football. That Where's the source? He would know this. Well, you know, one know.
1: time in his second year,
0: okay, he would know that. Yeah. Stuff. But he, he did not Johnny Manziel. He didn't run people down on the street while he was drunk or anything like that. None of that happened. So I, one of two things then is true to me. Either A, the leadership was there and kept him in line at Ohio State, and that leadership doesn't exist in Washington. Or, B, he's always been like this, and it's just been kind of smoothed over. And now he's with an organization. Because he's good. Talent and winning excuse a lot of things. Ron Rivera does not strike me as a guy who suffers idiots well. So I don't think (laughs) this has to do with a leadership vacuum unless Ron Rivera has like literally introduced him to the quarterback coach and said, I'll talk to you later. Good luck. Which I also don't think has happened. So, I don't think so this to me, just this just, it's more of an indictment of the college system and the lack of leadership there. Winning is everything in college. End of story. Everything gets glossed over if you win. And it's not like that in the NFL. Well, first off, he's not winning. He's not the best guy on the, on the turf any day of the week no. now. So there's, there's the first problem, and he's probably not used to that. He's always gone places where he is the premier player. That's a, probably a problem for him, too. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's, yeah. he's got to get it together. He's got to get it together. He's got to learn yeah, what to because, be a professional
1: is. Yeah, because the NFL is a multi-billion dollar, it's a business. I mean, yeah. yes, it's a sport, and they get paid a lot, but at the end of the day, it's a business, and if you're not helping your part of the, the business, then, you you know, you're going to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um <laughs> before I get to my last question, just a quick note. I just I like I said, I did not I did all my normal DFS prep. I didn't do any season long kind of like what's going on in the league kind of prep. I mean today. because
1: you know Because the season's over for me. <laughs> yeah. It's over. Though hey, really quick though, that that random podcaster league I won, I beat my nephew in the championship. Oh,
0: congratulations. That's yeah. great. That was our yeah. that was our yeah.
1: league, right? Yes. Oh, yes.
0: Great. great. Congratulations. <laughs> um News out of Minnesota: Delvin Cook will not play this week. His father unfortunately passed away. Oh. Um, uh, I'm looking just to see what happened. Uh, Cook flew home on Tuesday to be with his siblings and will miss the Vikings COVID-19 test as a result, which means he will be unavailable. Obviously, the team was aware of this. Um, his father was only 46 years old. Um, wow, very young. <clears throat> that's all. That's all we need to know. And, and just that. Um. Our, our thoughts go out to Dalvin Cook and his family. I mean, that's right after Christmas this
1: happens. That's that's just uh, sucks. Would you say you said it was was COVID-related? No, a, that does
0: not say anything about COVID. The only thing it says okay. about COVID here is that he's going to miss testing, and by missing testing, he's automatically ineligible for Sunday.
1: Oh, okay. So th- there's okay.
0: nothing on here about this being COVID-related at all. So we don't know. The cause of death isn't given, so the family obviously wants to keep it private. So just thoughts and wishes go wow. out to him. Uh, and then That's my crazy. other my other That's question crazy. for you is, um, there yeah. was a story that came out this week, and you actually sent it to me, about Russell ok- Okung? Oh, God, I'm bad with names. Russell Okung from the Carolina Panthers wanted to be paid in Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so he's not being paid in Bitcoin. His contract does not specify that, and the Carolina Panthers have said, no, no, this has been misreported. What is mm. true is that Okung has said, I am going to transfer half my salary into Bitcoin as soon as I uh, can. Oh, okay. Because he's a big Bitcoin person.
1: Man, he's smart, man. If I can go back in time.
0: Oh, ugh. my God. So, so funny story. There's so many competing Bitcoin wannabes out there.
1: Oh, there's a ton.
0: And one of them is called Dogecoin,
1: based off the stupid meme of a, oh my a Shiba Inu. E. Okay. It trades
0: ugh. at point zero zero zero. <laughs> Four cents a coin. So that is four one thousandths of a penny.
1: Oh my god, this is like that Richard Pryor thing from Superman 2.
0: Right, so we go and we buy a hundred units of Dogecoin for four cents. And then we hope it becomes the next Bitcoin and we retire. Or, what's more likely going to happen is we spend four cents on Bitcoin, and a year from now, it doesn't exist anymore, and we've lost four cents.
1: I'm all all for it. I'm all for it too, so... Because you know, funny. the first thing ever purchased with bitcoins was a pizza. Was it? Yes. I did not know online. that. Online, this place took bitcoins as payment, and it, somebody bought like three pizzas with bitcoins. Mm-hmm. God oh, but, damn by, it. by the way,
0: the the reason the reason <laughs> um the reason for the erroneous uh article was because uh the player himself said on December twenty ninth he tweeted paid in bitcoin. So he kind of put it out there, but what he's really saying is I'm transferring my, my funds into Bitcoin. Um <laughs> it's just kind of funny. But uh so but here, here's my question for you. Yeah. So and and apparently by the way, he has a um that this is this is all a partnership thing. He's a partnership with an organization called Strike, and Strike mm-hmm. allows you to take a portion of your paycheck and transfer it directly into cryptocurrencies.
1: Hmm, so interesting. Um so this Bitcoin's is all- at like twenty three thousand seven hundred dollars a coin. i can tell you the exact now.
0: number if you want. If you want to know it? I got. I've got because I have it linked into my my trading account, which is on my phone. <laughs> God.
1: I just have to smile at my phone. Bitcoin when it page. started, Bitcoin was like ten cents, eight cents. $0.12. Bitcoin, cents.
0: Bitcoin as of this moment, twenty eight thousand eight hundred and forty dollars and change. Damn it. So, yeah, if you bought $1,000 of it when it was like a dollar a share, yes, you'd be, you'd be worth almost $300,000 right now. Right, anyway, so my mm. question to you on all of this mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. should it be allowed? Should the league have a policy allowing players to be paid in Bitcoin? Um,
1: I think that might be hard for the NFL to to do for, I think, like banking reasons. But, you know, if... Yeah, I don't know. I I would say yes, but I think they would have to just stick to what he's doing and he gets paid and then buys Bitcoin with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it'd be like the same thing of like, okay, so I'm a kicker and I'm from Canada. I want to be paid in Canadian money. No, the NFL is going to tell you, screw you, go take your check to a bank and convert it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that's, that's how we do this. That, it's, we're not telling you you can't have Bitcoin. We're I'm, telling you we're not dealing with it.
1: Maybe one day when... Banks get fully on board with digital currency, maybe, but yeah. for now, yeah, they're gonna have to stick with what he's doing. So, okay, so that
0: was my second question. I just thought that was a cute story, and and this dude definitely wanted to bring attention to his, uh, his, uh, his interest in Bitcoin and his promotional opportunity. So, no question yeah. that, uh, no question that he he did that there. So, all right, let's segue. You know what time it is, right? What time is it? It is time for America's favorite game. <laughs> America's favorite game, where Craig is given the weekly slate and tries to predict fantasy values based on the over-unders. Can Craig correctly identify the top scoring over-unders of the week without striking out? Craig, I have on my list five matchups out of 16 this week. Five with over-unders of 50-plus. We're looking for DFS value right now. Give me a matchup with a 50-plus plus over under you have three strikes
1: okay let's go falcons bucks
0: falcons bucks is absolutely correct that's and actually the lowest one of the week at 50 and a half oh now why 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 uh, can the bucks actually move up in in the standings
1: uh
0: can they Pulling it up now, so I'm pulling on a second. NFL playoff picture. I haven't looked again. Like I told you guys, I did no season long. I did all my DFS shit today, but I didn't do <laughs> anything else.
1: I'm on vacation. Um The Bucks are well, the Saints are eleven and four, the Bucks are ten and five. The Falcons are four and eleven.
0: Okay, so these guys are all eliminated. Oh, that's sad. Patriots are eliminated. Okay. Um the Bucks right now are the five seed. How is that possible? Oh, because the Saints are first in the NFL south. Okay. The Bucks are the Bucks are a game behind the Saints. Oh, the Saints have already clinched the division. So the Bucks have nothing to play for? No, that's not mm. true either because the Rams are 9 and
1: 6. Oh my god, this is going to turn into that basketball scene. Okay. Yeah,
0: no, well, no, 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 no. What I'm saying <laughs> is what I'm saying is the Bucks are in, but their playoff seeding could move. They they're right now the 5 seed. Um, but they could end up as the sixth seed if they're not careful. So they do need to play this game. So okay, so that makes sense. The Falcons have nothing to play for. The Falcons no. are a miserable organization, and I, I hope they and the Texans get on a plane and then just fly somewhere and we never hear from them again. I hope they lead happy, <laughs> quiet lives somewhere God. other than my TV. The
1: Falcons, they just need to start over. Yeah, no, just, just yeah, yeah. Just start over.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that's you got that one right. You still got all of your strikes. What do you got? What okay. else you got for
1: me? Let's go Chargers-Chiefs.
0: Chargers-Chiefs. That is incorrect. Wow. Wow. Cinch would be surprised. He's he's, big on the Chiefs. He would, but the Chiefs are benching half their starters. True. The Chiefs Chiefs are locked into the one seed because of Pittsburgh's historic collapse. I mean, Pittsburgh's not even the two seed anymore. (laughs) They're They're behind the bills by tiebreaker. So... Yeah, even if the Chiefs lose this week and go 14-2, and they're locked into the one speed. There's no reason for them to start their starters. Give Patrick Mahomes two weeks off from getting hit, yes, please, and then have the first playoff game at home, yes, please, and then if you can get past the first playoff game, which is never a guarantee with the Chiefs, host the AFC Championship, yes, please. (laughs) So, okay, so yeah, so that's a strike one. What else you got for me? Let's go, you know what, let's go on
1: a whim. Let's say Dolphins Bills.
0: Dolphins Bills is strike two.
1: Dolphins Bills,
0: hold on, I've got it up here. I've only got the ones that are actually, there it is, it's a 44 and a half.
1: Really? 44 and a half. All right. Okay, uh, this is a rough week, you know, because everyone's either... Benching everyone or yeah. things aren't people aren't playing. <laughs> Wait till you
0: get to the metric and you see some of the names on the metric because <laughs> people aren't playing.
1: <laughs> see that. You so know got what? Let's strikes, go got one right. Oh man. Man. He's a rally. Let's go Titans Texans. Titans Texans is absolutely
0: correct. That is the highest of the week at fifty six points, of which nice. I expect the Titans will score fifty two based off of the performance of the Texans defense last week. That just miserable. Everyone on that defense should be. JJ White's absolutely, Watts absolutely right. Everyone on that defense should be embarrassed. Everyone on that offense should be questioning their defense. They put up 30 points against the freaking Bengals and lost.
1: The third string quarterback for the Bengals. Yes, and he the, had the most passing yards last week.
0: Yes, T Higgins is in the metric this week because of last week. I'm telling you. Yeah. All right, so you got that one right. There's three left, but you only have one strike left. Come on, Ooh.
1: rally here. All right. Let's go Cardinals-Rams.
0: Cardinals-Rams is strike three. Dog. Wow. I I can't remember that time. Yeah, I can't remember every time you didn't get down to at least the last two. Cardinals and Rams. Where are you? Forty and a half. Really? That low? That's shocking. Well, you know what, Kyler? Is Kyler Murray going to play? I haven't seen an update on him all week.
1: Yeah, and isn't everyone on the Rams broken
0: well, yes, or has COVID. I mean, Cooper Cup is on the COVID nineteen list.
1: Uh, oh man, yeah.
0: yeah, but I mean, both both those teams need to win too. The Cardinals have a shot to make the playoffs, but they have to win. They're eight and seven. They would have to win right now. They're on the outside looking in. They would have to win, and I think they would. Ha- yeah, I think they knocked the Rams out. Well, here it is. Oh, there's a scenario button. Oh, I don't want to watch a video. <laughs> <laughs> don't you hate that? All right, wait, wait, no, here we go. All right, this it's one of those scroll okay. lists. All right, Arizona clinches a win with a win or a tie, and Chicago loss. So Arizona Duh. is win and in. So yeah, all right. So that's hmm. that's that's actually pretty. That's that's pretty straightforward. That's not as bad as um, the Indianapolis playoff scenarios. Indianapolis is in if they win, and Baltimore loses in ties or ties. Or Indy wins and Cleveland loses or ties, or Indy wins and Miami loses their ties.
1: I don't know. All I know is the Ravens should be very worried because the Bengals have won two in a row, so they're all like running on a high. But if you look at the Bengals last um, eighteen seasons, they are seventeen and one on the last game of the season. Mm. So yeah.
0: So, and that's not even as bad as Miami. Miami's in if they win, or if Baltimore, Cleveland, or Indy loses, or if Miami oh ties and any of those other three ties, or Miami oh ties God. and Tennessee loses. So this is kind of one of those situations where you got to watch Miami. Okay, what did Miami do? Miami didn't win, so now I need either Baltimore to lose, no. Cleveland to lose, no.
1: All right, so... What do the Browns have to do? Do they have they have to win and hope the Ravens lose? Oh, let's see here. Just well, you know.
0: I'm looking. Cleveland Browns. Okay, they have an eight they have eight different scenarios as well. <laughs> Scenario 1, Cleveland wins. Done. Right. Or Indy loses. Done. Or Tennessee Tennessee loses, Miami wins in ties or ties and Baltimore wins or ties. Or Cleveland ties and either Baltimore, or Miami or Tennessee lose or <laughs> Cleveland and Indianapolis both tie, or, oh, God, right, right, sit down for this one. You ready?
1: Okay, okay.
0: Cleveland ties, Tennessee ties, Baltimore wins, and Miami wins. Wow. So, basically, Cleveland wins, they're in. If Cleveland loses, they need Indy to lose, or Tennessee to lose, and Miami and Baltimore to both win.
1: And they and the Browns are playing the Steelers. Yes. Are the Browns' receivers back? I don't know. Mm.
0: No, probably. Know.
1: They beat the the Jets. Beat them. Austin so. Hooper's
0: high on the metric this week, so he's that's their a great, only receiver. <laughs> that's it. That's a great segue. Let's talk about the metric. I'm not trying to rush this episode by any means uh, at all, but I am. I I am so done with 2020 that this is like <laughs> the last like official thing I have to do. Before I can just say F off 2020, I'm gonna go drink. So I Fair. I am I Fair. so I while well, I enjoy the chatter and I really want to share knowledge. When when Craig comes up with a question like, does the Indianapolis third string running back is he is he gonna play this one? I don't fucking know. I am so done with this season. This season and, and I've had Hey,
1: I'm impressed the season made it this far, exactly. in all honesty.
0: Exactly. This has been the weirdest season to predict, both season long and in DFS because people have been dropping left and right and you literally can have somebody active on Saturday at noon and they don't play Sunday at one and there's no injury report. It's just because a test came back inconclusive. It can just happen. And so it's been, it's been weird that way. And it's just, it's been, it's been challenging and I'm not complaining when I say this, I'm just saying I'm ready for a break. I'm ready to go into the playoffs to talk about a total of like six games a week. (laughs) Instead of this. So, before we get to the metric, I want to make one thing crystal clear. DraftKings, and it's infinite wisdom, has only put 15 games on the main slate. Why? Because the Philly and Washington game apparently is at 8 p.m. And with their no Monday game, they decided they weren't going to do anything with the classic lineup. There will probably be a captain's lineup for that. But because of that, I have no salaries for anyone on Miami or Philadelphia. So if you're sitting there saying to yourself, well, what about Logan Thomas? He's been really hot. He sure has. I have no idea what his salary is, so I can't tell you to use him or not. And the reason I can't tell you to use him or not is because he's not in any goddamn pools anyway, so you can't use him. Is the 2020 frustration coming across? Do you guys is sensing this? I'm trying to push this across as best I can here. So, okay. All right, let's talk about quarterbacks. All right. Let's just move it up. Just move it along. Do a lot. All right, so I said to the metric, I don't care anymore. I'm I'm exhausted. I'm old. This I, I feel twenty years older than I did when the season started. then just just tell me what to do. And it said you want to know what to do? Drew Locke. Oh, you know what? I didn't tell you the the other the other yeah. teams. So what ones yeah. you miss? Vikings Lions is a fifty four and a half. Really? Packers Bears is a fifty two because the Bears need to win that game and the Packers are the Packers. And in a for reasons I don't understand, Raiders Broncos is a fifty
1: one. Wait, I'm sorry. What? <laughs>
0: Raiders Broncos is a 51 over
1: under do one of them need to win no like, I'm pretty why... sure they've both been statistically eliminated I they know are, Vegas so... has hold on, yeah hold they're on and six up. and nine five and ten yeah why Vegas I'm it, sorry seven and eight seven and eight
0: and seven and eight is actually the ten. last team out so 14 teams have already been eliminated they're one of them um and Denver has been long eliminated at five and ten so why is it I have no idea I have no clue okay okay No clue. Probably because, you know, John Gruden is big about metrics. He probably just wants to come out there and play his ass off and be like, we started 8-8 in our new home. We're going to be so much better. We beat them. we are be the only team that can beat Patrick Mahomes."
1: He is the embodiment of stereotypical football.
0: Oh, my God. He so is. He is. He's so is. He's
1: he's amazing. The good and the bad. I love him. The good (laughs) and the bad.
0: Let's put it that
1: way. So,
0: Okay. So yeah, so that's the other one, that's the other one you missed. And consequently, that ties in because the metric loves Drew Locke this week. Really? He's only five. With Jerry
1: Judy dropping so many passes? Jerry Judy is also
0: going to appear in the metric. Oh dear. Drew Locke is only 5,000. And Ooh. that means he's got to get 15 points to make value to save you money other places. Um, And I've got him pegged for 17. So that puts him in the value marker. Um, Here's what I'm going to say about that, though. With so many starters being benched, and so many games, reco- and, and still a handful of games like you know Packers Bears having implications, um, Falcons Bucks Tennessee and uh, who the hell, Tennessee and and, and uh, Houston having playoff implications. I expect big name. I expect big big performances. So I'm not gonna have trouble finding value this week. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna have trouble saying okay. Well, who's resting? The uh, the Chiefs are resting people. Um, LA is is, is is got is backed is banged up. They can have their backups in. I'm not gonna have trouble finding value, so I'm less likely to use a Drew Locke. What I would like to use, if I can spend up, is Ryan Tannehill, because he's got to beat Houston. He's 7K. We saw what Houston could do, which wasn't much to write home about. Can I? Yeah. At 7K. <clears throat> that means he's 21 points, and he's a. I think that's a solid option. So I'm probably gonna pay up at quarterback this week and go with a Tannehill over a Drew Locke. If I need to pay down, I'll look at Drew Locke. But I think I can get better value out of Tannehill at 7K because of the matchup. What do you think about quarterbacks this week?
1: So I definitely agree with you about Tannehill, especially if they have to win. And looking at Houston's defense, I don't think J.J. Watt's talk is really going to affect anything this as much no. as he wants it to. No,
0: it's going to affect uh, whoever comes in.
1: He can... Tannehill can definitely get to at least 20, at least 20 points. I think it's, I think it's a
0: lock. I think 22 points is a lock.
1: Uh, I think if 22 you is conservative. Go cheap, And yes, I know I'm going to sound biased, but Brandon Allen has proven the last two weeks that he is the Bengals new. Well, when, uh, Joe Burrow comes back, Brandon Allen is the number two quarterback. What, His timing has gotten better. He, he's throwing it literally to everyone. Yeah. And he's only five thousand. And yeah, I know they're playing Baltimore, oh, but Baltimore, remember, like I needs said, to win. it's a it's a division game. Yep. And B, the Bengals are really, really good the last week of the season. Yeah. Not that that's a great stat, but still, they're they've only lost one game in the last eighteen years. The last season at home, you know, yeah. last game at home. So yeah,
0: Baltimore is in the sixth spot right now. They are technically on the bubble. And like you said, the, the, the Bengals always finish strong. It's a divisional game. Um, here's what I'll say. The reason I, I wouldn't go Brandon Allen is because I think I'd, I would take Drew Locke over Brandon Allen. And they're both 5,000. So it really comes down to who do you trust more. If you're going value there, it's who do you trust more, Locke or, or Allen. And I'm not saying you should trust either. I'm saying <laughs> if I have to pick one, I'm probably picking Drew Locke. But you're right. he's been could Could he easily score 20 points? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely he could. The Ravens are ten and five this year. They are not looking. The Ravens have the same record as the Miami because, Dolphins. How do yeah, that happen? Yeah, because
1: if the Ravens start playing from like, let's hypothetically say that Bengals get up like fourteen nothing in the first or second quarter. Yeah, the Ravens are screwed because they don't really know how to play from behind. Yeah, I they mean, don't. let's
0: let's put it this way: if the playoff seeds hold right now in the AFC, let's imagine that everyone stays where they are. Our week one matchup is we got Bills hosting the Browns. Okay, that would be at least interesting to watch. We got mm. Ravens at Steelers. And then we've got Miami at Tennessee. Hmm. I might like the road team in all of those games. No, I don't think I take the Browns nah. over the Bills. I could definitely take the Ravens over the Steelers. I could definitely take the Miami over the over the Titans. And I would love yeah. to see Miami
1: beat the Titans because... Though, which which quarterback are they going to use is the question. Does
0: it matter? If they start with Tua and they switch to fits, it works. I don't care. <laughs> True. I, the point, I am beyond the point of caring what teams do at this point. All I want to <laughs> do is play DFS and make money. Last week was a good week. <laughs> a good week. I put three lineups together. I said, these all look solid. I toss them out there. I double my money. Boom. I walked away a happy man. So... All right, so that's, that's, that's quarterback. So Let's move on to running backs. All right, running backs. I said to the metric, what, are, what the hell are we going to do this week? He said, don't worry, I got gotcha. you. You're going to use Malcolm Brown. And I went, cool. what the hell are you talking about, <laughs> Malcolm Brown? Why am I going to use Malcolm freaking Brown? And uh, I still don't really know the answer to that. Um, yeah. I'm still looking to see, is everybody else out in L.A.? Henderson's out, right?
1: I think so. As of right now, anyway, I mean that may change.
0: Wait a minute, hold on a second. I'm looking really look quick. Up. I'm looking really quick for the other Rams guys on the list, and I don't see them at all. Why am I not seeing any LA Rams at running back other than him?
1: They do. They all have COVID. Xavier Jones.
0: I don't even know who that who? is.
1: Who's that guy?
0: So wait a minute. So what, where's Daryl Henderson? Is out, right? Mm-hmm. Who else is out?
1: Um, what's his name?
0: Oh, the other guy uh, Cam Akers.
1: There you go. Is Akers out? Did I miss
0: something? He Can got it? hurt
1: last week. Well, I think he came back in, but I don't I don't Akers's know Akers'
0: list is questionable. I'm looking up his news right now. Doing this live I told you I didn't do a lot of this stuff. Uh, Rams <laughs> yeah. to put Henderson on IR. Akers may return.
1: So there's there's Cam Akers, there's Malcolm Brown, there's Raymond Raymond Cal Callis. Mm-hmm. Calais, oh yeah, no. And he's... then Xavier Jones.
0: Cam Akers is nursing a high ankle sprain and suffered in oh, week fifteen.
1: That is not good. That, that's,
0: that's that's only two weeks out. There's no way he's playing. So okay, so that's no. why Malcolm Brown is getting a lot of love and he's only forty three hundred. So this is where I think I'm gonna balance out. I will use some some shares of Malcolm Brown. Um, I, I will absolutely do it. But I'm also Derek Henry at ninety four hundred. Don't care. I don't. Well, ninety <laughs> four hundred. Yes. In a, they have game, to win. in a game they play. have to win against a team that made Gio Bonnie Bernard relevant
1: last week. <laughs> I love Gio.
0: I lo- the, the, the dude is the Cincinnati Frank Gore. He shows up two or three he times is. a year. You never know when it's going to happen. Somebody just says to him, hey, Gio, I need you to carry the ball 15 times. He's like, all right. All right. <laughs> he goes out there and he gets it done. So, I'm, I you know, yeah, I'll balance Derrick Henry with Malcolm Brown. If I use the two of them as my, that's 17, uh, sorry, 13,700 from my running back core, and that's, I'm, I'm projecting over 40 points. Done. That's easy. I'll do it. That's e- so I'm not even going to Well, What about Jeff Wilson? Yeah, Jeff Wilson's nice. I don't care. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor's pretty, so- Jonathan Taylor's solid. Yep. Don't need him. Kenyon Drake. I had Kenyon Drake on my, my fantasy team this year. He was very underrated. The dude would have four carries for six yards and two touchdowns every week, be like plus 14. And people were like, wow, Kenyon Drake's good. No, he's not. He's just the guy, he always gets the ball. I watched them last week. I watched every minute of that Arizona game last week. I watched Kenyon Drake three times get handed the ball at the one and fail to get in. And I don't know what the coach said to him at the timeout where they went for it on fourth down, but he just threw himself over the top of the offensive line like like his kids' <laughs> lives depended on it. So... Alright, so that's it. So that's I'm 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 gonna have a lot of shares of Malcolm Brown, a lot of shares of Derrick Henry. Who do you like this week?
1: You know what? I think if I spend down at quarterback, I would be able to do a Derrick Henry because a PS of play, they have to win. And another one is Jonathan Taylor because yeah. they're playing Jacksonville and Indy has to win.
0: So if you spend five thousand at quarterback on one of the guys we talked about, you can pair up Derek Henry at 9400, that's 144. That would be 21,800 for your quarterback and running back pairs. You'd probably have to spend down at wide receiver and tight end, but I think you can do it. I think you can easily possible. do it. It's very yeah, it's very doable. Let's let's, let's let's move on. Let's talk about that. So Craig is really high at going chalk on running back and saving money elsewhere. So we say to the metric, we need to save money at wide receiver. It goes, don't worry about it. You're going to use Gabriel Davis. And I'm like <laughs> I haven't heard Gabriel Ooh. Davis's name all year, but since since John Brown's been out, he has quietly been piling up stats. He, he had his worst week last week with like five catches for 33 yards. Okay, and he's only 3,600. So I've got him pegged just because of the volume, because it's Miami, because it's a game they need to win because they want to tie up that second seed and not let the Steelers come in and take the second seed. They want to play at home until they have to go to Kansas City or watch Kansas City slip up and host the AFC Championship. They have to win to do that. I think Gabriel Davis is a solid play. I said, all right, what else you got? Well, T. Higgins. Again, another game. Since he plays really well down the stretch, Baltimore needs to win. T. Higgins at 5000 is an option. And it loves Chenault. Every week it says to me, you got to take Chenault out of Jacksonville. And he, last week he was right. Chenault had a decent week. Um, that's another one. And Chenault's, I don't understand it. The dude scores like 12 points a week, but he's still only 4,200. I don't get it. He's on, it's
1: because he's on Jacksonville.
0: But he's at, or over 3X virtually every week. Is you know what it is? It's because he's not getting the 4 and 5X. At 4,200, he's not getting the 16 points. He's getting like 14. So he's value, but he's not like, okay, world ending value. Right. And then it said, what about Jerry Judy? And I said what about Jerry Judy? He said well if you're going to use Drew Lock <laughs> Jerry Judy you know but I, I the, the target share for Jerry Judy is is very volatile. If I'm going chalk I'm looking at Kelvin Ridley because again that game has a high over under but I really don't want to touch that game. Um I, I wouldn't I don't want to touch that game at Tampa, uh, on on Tampa Bay either. So uh, I'm probably using a lot of these value guys. Like Craig said, if I can do that, I can use Stack, Taylor, and um, Henry. It's not a bad option.
1: Yeah. What do you got? Um, so if I'm going cheaper on receiver this week, you know, I am going to look at T Higgins. Um, another one I'm going to look at for their team that I I think they have to win, right? We didn't go over this one. But cool. C.D. Lamb on Dallas, he's only yes. 5,200. He's playing the Giants.
0: Yes, they have to win. I can tell you what their scenario is in a second. Let me see how. how
1: and Josh he Reynolds, he's going to be starting. Um, well, it might be Van Jefferson too, but Cooper Cup's out. So yeah, you know, Josh Reynolds is only what is it? Thirty two. Thirty two hundred.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dallas. Dallas needs to win, and Washington needs to lose. So Dallas needs help. Dallas isn't. Just, and and uh, or Washington can lose, and Dallas can tie. But at the very least, but at the
1: very Dallas has to win, so they're all going to be playing.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, there's no question. There's no question they're going to be playing like crazy this week. So, all right. So, you know, so, we're, so we're, we're definitely paying down at wide receiver to pay up elsewhere. That's what I'm hearing.
1: That's for me. Yes, that's okay. what we're doing.
0: Well, I'm going I'm to help you out even further because there's a glaring value this week at tight end. And he was there last week, too, and he was okay. He wasn't world ending, but he was okay. And it's Austin Hooper. Ooh. Twelve points. I got him. I've got him uh, slated for twelve points. He's only thirty-eight hundred. That puts him over. He needs like a. He needs like twelve. Oh, what is it uh, 9, 10, 11 points to get to three X? I've got him at twelve, and I think that is a conservative number. I think that's a conservative estimate on what he could do. Cleveland needs to win. Pittsburgh needs to win. Cleveland would love to make sure Pittsburgh doesn't get to host more than one home game. Would love it. Yes. After all the times that they've had trouble, Pittsburgh's going to come into Cleveland now, and this is a game. Did we, when was the last time Pittsburgh at Cleveland meant something for both teams? Um,
1: 1990. Yeah, Ernest maybe? Beiner was there. <laughs> Ernest Beiner played in that game. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> Bernie Kosar. Bernie
0: Kosar <laughs> was the quarterback. <laughs> so, So I love Austin Hooper this week. I am probably going to use a ton of shares of Austin Hooper. Because I'm looking at other guys like Evan Engram, guys who are are, are situational. Um, Mike Giusecki, I've got him at 12 points too, but he's 4,200. I'm not going to even touch it. Well, what about the guys like George Kittle? No. George Kittle is
1: 6,000 in a game that means and nothing. And he's broken. Well, I mean, he's playing, but I don't know if he's going to, It know. means nothing to I know. Anyone. I know him getting hurt killed my fantasy season. So yeah.
0: Seattle has already clinched the NFC West title. Uh, I'm checking right now to see... Can they move at all? It's reloading. They're 11-4. Well, if they won and, and the Saints lost, they'd be the two seed. That would be right. the only thing that could happen. Well, no, not necessarily because, okay, Now let's see. All right, Seattle wins and they're the two seed. I th- oh, no, I'm sorry. Seattle wins and the Saints lose. They're the two seed. But, yeah, exactly. I hmm. they're, they're, they're clinched to the division. They're probably not going to go hard out on the 49ers. Man, the poor 49ers. In the Super Bowl a year ago, six and nine. Then everyone broke. Everyone broke. And everyone was shocked by it. Everyone was shocked they broke. So who else do you like a tight end? What, who who you using this week?
1: Uh, again, so again, if so I'm paying up at running back, I have to find value everywhere else. Yeah. So Austin Hooper would probably be the most I would spend on a tight end at thirty eight hundred. Yeah. Dalton Schultz is three thousand. Definitely um Definitely can would consider him. And then the rest, I don't know. I mean, there's Jack Doyle is also three thousand, but like, you know, I'm not gonna be spending fifty eight hundred on Mark Andrews this yeah. week or forty four on Noah Fant as much as I like Noah Fant. Yeah. I am I am
0: plugging I am plugging numbers into the systematic computer over here to see how much I can afford to spend. I am gonna use Tannehill. Again, I understand we are not allowed to give out full lineups. <laughs> I am just gonna say if I use Gabriel Davis, I do like Chenault this week. I'm gonna put him in two. And you know what? Let's 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 toss in let's toss in T. Higgins as the other option, right? And the yeah. right and the running backs we talked about with Tannehill. I still have ninety six hundred for flex and defense. So defense, I'm just gonna toss in somebody who's random at like thirty one hundred. That leaves me sixty five hundred for my flex. You're talking about Miles Gaskin or Zeke. It's at sixty four hundred. Wow, Zeke's at sixty four hundred. Why? Why? Why is he so cheaper? Why is he so expensive?
1: Expensive.
0: He's been bad, but sixty four hundred isn't expensive for a running back. I mean, Montgomery's seventy seven hundred.
1: That's He's, true. G- Gas you know, 6,500. Kamara's 9,500, so... Is Zeke usable
0: this week? At the Giants in a game they need to win?
1: Uh, maybe if you trust him. Do you trust him? No. <laughs> but you the know, point he, is, it's doable. He got that giant contract. He got COVID. It's doable. It's not a Zeke year.
0: It's doable to pay up for Tannehill, Henry, and Taylor, and then use value to make sure that you can put together a viable lineup so okay so that's that's possible that's possible all right let's wrap up with defenses defenses use one
1: <laughs> pick one
0: <laughs> you know what let's uh, do i still have the over-unders let's let's look for a game that's got a really low over-under because none of these really sure. nobody's jumping out to me steelers browns is only a 42 i don't want to touch that game jets patriots is a 39 and a half wow is that the lowest over-under of the week i'm scrolling uh cardinals rams is a 40 wouldn't touch that I wouldn't touch either defense there. Washington and the Eagles aren't eligible, 43.5. So wait a minute. Let's look at here. New England Patriots defense is Mm -hmm. Mm 3,500. I think actually the one I would like best, and I know I was talking about Drew Locke, would be Vegas. Vegas is 2,500. Can they get get the 7.5 points? Probably not. But, I mean... I don't know. I mean the Patriots are decent, they're just 3500 is way too much to spend up. I'm looking at the list. There are only like 10 defenses that the metric likes this week. You want to go cheap? Take the Jets at New England. <laughs>
1: I just What? Yeah, New England. Um, you know, I'm sorry for all the people that became New England fans after the Tuck Rule happened and yeah. you know Tom Brady's career started. Um because before that, and since we'll have to agree to this the patriots were not super good. Yeah. They were okay, but they they were not great. Yep. So yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and believe it or not, we I just looked up at the timer, we're out of time.
1: Oh, sad.
0: Last podcast of the year. We got to go to final thoughts. So Craig, give me your final thought for the 2020 year.
1: <sighs> you know, I'm glad this year is over, but you know, just remember just because it's going to be 2021 doesn't right. mean that, you know, everything else is over. So Right. Hopefully everything will be good and then you know, it kind of it kind of hit me that for those who follow wrestling at all at all, uh Brody Lee passed away and yeah. he was only 41. The dude who played I mean, Luke you Harper? may depending on how you if you watch wrestling, you may have known him as um Luke uh Luke Harper, his real name is John Tubber. But yeah, he he had a some lung condition. He was in the hospital since October, and he mm-hmm. passed away recently. It's kind of scary, yeah. Because he's not—he was only a couple years younger than us. It's you yeah. know, it's kind of kind of freaky. I I
0: I was this many years old when I found out Davin Cook's dad was a year older than I am.
1: Yeah, he, and we just lost him. It's crazy, right?
0: And we just lost him. So yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think I think um, for my my final thought is 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 to mirror Craig's a little bit is just because the number at the end of the date changes does not mean anything else around us has changed yet. So 2020 was a pretty shit year for a lot of reasons. Um, and, and for most people, I don't think anyone is going to look back on this as the best year of their life. But um, don't forget just because it's 2021 doesn't mean everything has changed. I go back to the old episode of South Park. Did You ever see the episode of South Park from the, the, the night Obama is elected. Uh, no. So long story short, they party in the streets when they find out Obama has won the election. And mm-hmm. everybody's like, everything's going to change now. Hope is here. Everything's going to change. The next morning, he's partied so hard. Stan's father's party so hard. He gets fired from his job. Um, his, he's like, finds out that he blew his life savings on party stuff last night, buying drinks for like the entire town. He has no money left and he has no job. And he's like, but everything was supposed to be different. Just one min- one thing doesn't change everything. One thing is progress. So, yes, we're moving from 2020 to 2021. Yes, the vaccine is is being distributed, and hopefully by this time next year we all have it. Don't forget, folks, that's not going to change a lot of what we do now. I'm going to get the vaccine. I'm still going to have to wear a mask.
1: Yeah, because and you not... know what? I'm okay with curbside pickup for stuff going yes. forward.
0: yes. I'm fine. I've, I've become an an uh, Amazon entrepreneur, uh, <laughs> if, you would, if you would. So, you know, I mean, so I'm upgrading my computer system. So I say to Craig earlier tonight, I need to buy a webcam. He goes, I'm gonna send you the one you need. And I'm like, but can I get it on Amazon? I, I didn't. Even, that's all I want to know. Can I get it on Amazon? Because I'm so used to dealing with them. So, be safe. Don't. It, we all are happy to see 2020 go. Everyone is happy to see this this year end. But don't be stupid. Be smart. Take care of yourselves. We have to get through the playoffs. After the playoffs are done and we go into our football hibernation for another six months, hopefully by the time (laughs) training camps open in July or August, we're in a far different place than we are now, but we aren't there yet. Don't let down your guard, folks. Don't.
1: We're almost there eventually.
0: (laughs) That that should be like the tagline. We're almost there eventually. Right there. (laughs) Put that on a pillow. But you know what you should do? You should leave us a review wherever you listen to us. iTunes, Stitcher FM, uh, Player FM. Stitcher FM's not a real thing. Player FM, Stitcher, <laughs> um, Podbean, all the different places. Uh, Spotify. I think we're still on Spotify.
1: I don't I have no idea. I don't know. Spotify is doing some weird, weird stuff, stuff. So we'll, so we'll Wherever you listen
0: to us, please leave us a review. Please reach out to us. We are at FignutsDFS on Twitter. We are easily reachable in email, fignutsdfs at gmail.com. We always love hearing from people. Tell us what we got right. Tell us what we got wrong. Tell us that we should shut up because David Johnson can jump out of a pool. We don't care. We just want to hear from people. So, And as always, thank you for listening. Hi to Deb. Hi, Deb. So who we will see virtually tomorrow. So we were very much excited for that. But we will be back next week to start the playoff previews. My God.
1: Crazy.
0: I love it. I love it. So until then, be safe, everybody. Have a great holiday, and we will see you soon. This is the Football Fig Podcast. Take care. <laughs>